do is we can go ahead and start. Are we going to sing a song? Yeah. Um, whatever song you, you, you choose, and we can go ahead and start, and then um, I'll keep. Uh, you may notice that me standing up here every once in a while. I'll make because it's, it still doesn't restart. So, so I'm going to record it on this, and um, as soon as it can possibly go online, it will. I suggest I'll keep monitoring that. What's your topic tonight? Peter Denial. about the words to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm okay with that. Everybody else is. When the hosts of Israel, led by God, round the walls of Jericho softly trod, trusting in the Lord, they felt the conqueror's tread. By faith they saw the victory ahead, victory ahead, victory ahead, through the blood of Jesus, victory ahead. Trusting in the Lord, I hear the conqueror's tread. By faith I see the victory ahead. David with the shepherd's sling and five stones met the giant on the field all alone. Trusting in the Lord, he knew what God had said. By faith he saw the victory ahead. Victory ahead, victory ahead, 
Through the blood of Jesus, victory ahead. Trusting in the Lord, I hear the conquerors tread. By faith I see the victory ahead. Daniel prayed unto the Lord thrice each day. Then unto the lion's den led the way. Trusting in the Lord, he did not fear or dread. By faith he saw the victory ahead. Victory ahead, victory ahead. Through the blood of Jesus, victory ahead. Trusting in the Lord, I hear the conquerors tread. By faith I see the victory ahead. Often with the carnal mind I was tried, asking for deliverance, oft I cried. Trusting in the Lord, I reckoned I was dead. By faith I saw the victory ahead. Victory ahead. Victory ahead Through the blood of Jesus Victory ahead Trusting in the Lord I hear the conquerors tread By faith I see the victory ahead When like those who've gone before To that land By this river cold and dark I shall stand Trusting in the Lord, I will not fear or dread. By faith I see the victory ahead. Victory ahead, victory ahead. Through the blood of Jesus, victory ahead. Trusting in the Lord, I hear the conquerors tread. By faith I see the victory ahead. Father, we ask you tonight to be with us. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the, the gospel and for the word, the word of God that is um, given to us, this record of, of your accounts in the earth. Father, tonight as we go through this, this record of Christ and of the response to um, the night that Jesus was re betrayed, we ask, Father, that you would open these things up to our hearts. Father, as we, as we discuss them, Father, they would... They would live once again in our, in our mind. And, Father, they would produce good good fruit. Father, we ask that you would be with us tonight and, and open these things. Be with Brother Gibbons. Strengthen his body. Help his, him to, um, to be able to, to voice the things that you've put in him and shown him on these things. We thank you, Father, for the fellowship that we have one with another and with your son and you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Tonight we're going to be in John, the 18th chapter, verses 24 through 27. <clears throat> Jesus has been arrested, and they're taking him now to the high priest. Now Annas had set him bound unto Caiaphas, the high priest. And Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. Mm -hmm. 
They therefore said unto him, Art thou also one of his disciples? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, being kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, saith, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Peter then denied, and immediately the cock crew. Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas. The close there. Now the Israelite leaders have it, had grown cold and calloused toward the Lord, and they'd embraced the tradition of the elders versus the truth of God. And they first delivered Jesus to Annas, who was a high priest appointed by the Roman government. Yet before they went further, they wanted an official <coughs> official <coughs> approval from the God-ordained high priest. Yeah. They thought that that would sanctify the occasion. But the sanction couldn't be given by an unapproved high priest. That's right. Unapproved right. by God. God's going to judge them for having another priority. Yeah. This will not escape the judgment of God. Not then, not on the day of judgment. See, men are not given the right to define what's first. Yeah. Or what's primary. However free men think they are. They're not free to determine what's first or what has the priority. Mm-hmm. Men are commanded, seek ye first, right. first, first, mm-hmm. the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Yeah. Then concerning other things, they'll be added unto you. And who is to be loved first? That's explicitly defined mm-hmm. in the law. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. Amen. This is the first command. Yeah, that's right. So that's the first. When it comes to choosing, preferring, loving, having an affection for, God is at the top. That's right. He's first. One of the glorified of Christ's appellations is the first mm-hmm. and last. See? God defined that for us. The idea of first is primary <coughs> in these titles or in these designations for Christ. The only potentate. Mm-hmm. All right, that that tells you he's first. King of kings. Mm-hmm. That, that tells you. Lord of Lords. Yeah. Amen. Master. So there's no question about this. Jesus is the first person. So far as mankind is concerned, he's the first. 
He's the only potentate. And he's the king over kings and the Lord over lords. Yes. Under the figure of Jeshurun, it is said of Israel, he forsook God which made him and lightly esteemed the rock of his salvation. Now men, that may not sound serious to men, but in heaven, yes. that could not possibly be more serious Amen. than that. The prophet said that when people would see the desolation of Jerusalem, when it was seen by strangers, this is what the prophet said they'd say. <clears throat> Why hath the Lord done thus unto this land? And under this house, it is, shall be answered, because they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods, and worshipped them, and served yes. them. Therefore hath he brought this evil upon them. Yeah. Well, that's quite a, quite a word. I never want that to be said of any place that I'm identified with. Amen. You should not either. Amen. All of this had crystallized in the thinking of the people when Jesus walked among men. What they had done, they had created in their own imagination. They've created an imaginated God, imaginary God. Yeah, yeah. The God they were worshiping wasn't God at all. Yeah. The God they supposedly were serving wasn't God at all. It was an imaginary God. It was a God of their own creation. Yeah. And a person's got to see that this same thing has happened throughout the history of the world. Yeah. People have created their own God that's convenient to them. For the heathens, they have idols and so forth, the things they fear. They deify what they fear. And so there's gruesome animals and things like this. They deify it. They, but they're creating gods that are no gods at all. And when you have an imaginary god, it affects how you talk, how you walk, how you see, how you understand. It affects all of that. You can't have a proper understanding of anything if you're worshiping a false god. Yes, Sister Julie. This this matter of false gods is even more serious. I mean, anytime you present something that's not a god as god, it it argues against the truth and uh, comes under condemnation but whenever you have whenever you have a false god that is called Jehovah or a false god that is called Jesus or yeah. a false god you know and you identify it yeah. and then you misrepresent how god has represented himself yeah. it's it's more dangerous because the, the the more simple and unlearned you are, 
the more apt you are to receive that because the jargon is there. That's right. And so uh, (coughs) you're corrupting what God has said about himself. You're not just making something up out of the blue that doesn't even look like him or claim to be him. You've made... You've made what he said about himself. You put the lie to it. Mm. Now this is just something to think about. But this may very well account for a lot of unanswered prayers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They may not even be recognized as legitimate prayers to a, the real God. Now our text says Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas the high priest and Simon Peter stood and warmed himself where they were they were at the that castle. Luke tells us that these men, Annas and Caiaphas, were high priests simultaneously. Luke three one says Annas and Caiaphas being the high priests the word of God didn't come to them. The word of God came to John the Baptist. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Matthew says Caiaphas was the high priest and he doesn't even mention Annas. John reports Caiaphas as the high priest. Luke reports Annas the high priest and Caiaphas in Acts 4.6. Now here's another uh, confirmation that the wisdom of the world is not harmonious with the wisdom that's from above. You can't homogenize the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. They don't fit together. And there's a couple of reasons for this. First, the wisdom of the world assumes the present world is the primary place. Every bit of wisdom of the world, every lock, stock, and barrel, every bit of it assumes the earth is the main place. Yeah. All science, all math, all yeah. logic, all learning, all literature, all poetry, it all assumes the earth is the main place. It doesn't consider the world to come. It doesn't consider the end it doesn't consider the judgment day or the final destiny of man. Now when accounting for the uh, creation of Adam, it is written, the first man is of the earth. Earthy. The second man is a Lord from heaven. That's 1 Corinthians 15, 47. Now we are apprised that the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living soul. Adam was not created to traffic in heavenly realms. He was made for this for this world. That's where he was going to traffic. Yes. In the world to come, I don't doubt that Adam will be among the saved at that time, but he was not created for there. He was yes. created for here. <clears throat> Second, the wisdom of God is deliberately hidden from those that are wise in the world. Mm-hmm. 
It's a judgment from God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery where even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world to our glory. So God doesn't intend to be understood by people that are nailed to the world. Yes. Yeah. And the world's their home. Yeah. It ha- they have to be prepared by some kind of a breakthrough by preaching and the working of the Spirit yeah. to be able to even consider mm-hmm. truth as it is considered to be considered. Yeah, this uh, worldly wisdom that's nailed to the earth that remember the man said I've laid up much goods for myself and yeah. I'll say to myself soul take thine ease yeah. but he says but Nao man the, your life is required of you tonight that's, right. See, that was the, that's the wisdom from above says your life's required yeah then whose will these things be yeah mm-hmm. see this is what caused Solomon a lot of trouble yes yeah heaped up he had all these riches who's going to get it when I leave Vanity of vanity, all is vanity. This caused Solomon because his wisdom was pertaining to the world. That's right. Yeah, that's right. His wisdom wasn't pertaining to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said yeah. he he worked to get it all together, and he leaves it to a fool. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, God did this on purpose to show you yes. that you could have like all the wisdom mm-hmm. that you yeah. could possibly have in the world, which mm-hmm. Solomon had, yeah. and it was still vanity. That's right. He yeah. couldn't keep it from idolatry. It mm-hmm. couldn't keep him from imposing idolatry on the people that couldn't yeah. keep him from marrying idolatrous wives couldn't keep him from immorality see it it wasn't sufficient for the for concourse with God yes and yeah. he, and not to denigrate him too further than it should be yes. when he began he he was like a child learning and supple subtle uh, supple in the hands of the Lord but he deteriorated as time went. But he deteriorated because his wisdom was of the earth, earthy. Yeah. Now the the leading Jews of Jesus' day found it convenient to accept the world's judgment of who should be high priest. John Calvin dug this information out. And I gather that it is true. He provides an explanation for why Annas was considered a high priest. By the injunction of the law, this honor, the honor of a high priest, was perpetual. That once a high priest, you were high priest till you died. And it ended only at death, at the death of him, of him that held it. But ambition and intestine broils gave occasion to the Roman governors to dethrone one high priest and put another in his room at their pleasure, either for money or for favor. Thus Vitellius deposed Caiaphas and appointed Jonathan, the son of Annas, to be successor. Now this worldly judgment, they they followed the procedure under the law but they used to sanctify their own choice so they knew that the next high priest had to be the son of an existing high priest so they appointed one whose son would be Annas (laughs) thinking that that would meet the requirement Mm -hmm. 
but it didn't. Now this is quite quite similar to a common practice in Christendom today. One that's been in place for centuries. While God places the members in the body where they please Him, and He's the one that sends forth ministers, men have taken upon themselves the divine prerogative by forming educational institutions mm-hmm. that supposedly qualify a person to preach. Yeah, right. This is common. This is common. The same thing has occurred with the selection of elders. Mm-hmm. It's declared that the Paul said to the Ephesian elders, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which Amen. he purchased with his own blood. Yes. But see, the church monitors has taken upon themselves mm-hmm. to choose elders. And some people are very confused about who chooses the elders, how do you choose the elders? Well, mm-hmm. they, you recognize the elders. You don't yeah. choose them. Yeah. Amen. The Holy Spirit Amen. makes them overseers. That's right. You see, you see, this tendency, uh-huh. it was crystallized in Judaism right. and it was passed along to Christendom. Uh-huh. They followed the same, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Even though God spoke about various gifts and abilities in the church and he put them in there, men take upon themselves to train people and yes, educate people right. to occupy these gifts. Yeah. Wherever this kind of human judgment takes place, it always supersedes divine appointments. Yes. This is something about traditional religion. Mm-hmm. It never takes a back seat. Yes. Never. Uh-huh. If a person is a member of a denomination, not the single one in particular, but let's just say Baptists, they're the biggest normal non-Catholic denomination but Baptist supersedes all other identities of the church mm-hmm. we belong, I belong to another church by another name but it was the same way they even, but that, our church even said we're the true New Testament church yeah. and they made that boast <coughs> but this isn't true and you see what I'm saying yes. is that Tradition always trumps revelation. There's no exception to this. That's why all of us must zealously avoid adopting a view of God that men originated. Mm -hmm. Because it will push out the truth. Now Caiaphas, the Jewish leaders at one time were concerned because Christ was gaining popularity, mm-hmm. which means they were losing popularity. And so these Jewish men and leaders said, if we let him, Jesus, thus alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. That's what they were worried about. Even though Jesus never opposed the Roman government, and the Roman government never opposed him. Yeah. No Roman official ever come to arrest Jesus or any of the apostles. He, 
there was no conflict of Jesus with the government, but these people were worried that because popularity was growing that they that the Romans would side with the people that were for Jesus and against them and therefore they take away their nation and their place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Caiaphas, who was high priest at that time, he interrupted the proceedings mm-hmm. and he said, ye know nothing at all. <laughs> so much for having technique and approach. <laughs> Ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, that the whole nation perish not. Yeah. Now they hadn't; they tried to kill Jesus, but they couldn't. Yeah. So they kind of yeah. give up. They kind of give up on that. Yeah, that's right. But that's what Caiaphas is saying: is Jesus has got to die. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. We've yeah. got to let him absorb the shock of mm-hmm. and take the attention away. From this, this is the answer. We've got to, we've got to kill Jesus. They've been trying for three years to kill him and couldn't do it. But that's what he, that's what he was advocating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But actually, God was speaking through him. Yeah. Amen. He said, "But this spake he not of himself." Yeah. That's right. But being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for that nation. And not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together and win the children of God that were scattered abroad. That's something God did. That's right. yes. God spoke through this imposter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Amen. Amen. And nobody knew this at the time, but I know that this, this was remembered after Jesus was exalted to the yeah. right hand of God. Yes. God can get his message through. Amen. That's right. Even if he has to speak through a jackass like he did Balaam. That's right. He can get his word through. Yes, right. If you're alert, Mm -hmm. I think I've experienced some sayings like this where unqualified people Mm -hmm. said something that... Made sense on a higher level. It made God spoke. He, this is God. That's right. God can can penetrate into society to, even through a high priest like Caiaphas, mm-hmm. yeah. who thought he was advocating the death of Christ when really he was prophesying mm-hmm. that one man was, was going to die for the nation. Amen. But it wasn't to take pressure off the nation. Mm-hmm. It was to save the nation and the Gentiles. That's Amen. why. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's marvelous to consider. <laughs> now there they are mm-hmm. in the castle. Yeah. They said therefore unto him, mm-hmm. these are the people, Peter standing with these people. Mm-hmm. With Art thou also one of his disciples? Now this is going to be Peter's second denial. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. These are the ones among whom Peter's standing warming himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't know this at the time. Be not deceived. Evil communications, mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the kind of people who's around. Yeah. Corrupt good manners. That's right, yeah. 
Peter was never found denying Jesus at any time, any place. That's right. One time he had a lapse in judgment because Jesus said he was going to be suffered, die, and be killed, and he didn't think that could happen, but Jesus rebuffed him immediately, yes. speaking to Satan, because Satan put that word in Simon Peter's mouth. Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me. But that's the only time there was a kind of a lapse in judgment by Peter. And then it wasn't doubt, legitimate doubt, it was a lack of understanding. But this occasion is different. Peter's the same place where Jesus was, but he had no business being there. Okay? Why not? Because Jesus had to tread the wine press of the wrath of God alone. There couldn't be anybody help him. When Jesus laid down his life, he couldn't receive help and assistance from anybody. He had to lay down his life alone. Tread the wine press of the wrath of God alone. Mm -hmm. So from the heavenly perspective, Peter was jeopardizing that. Now God was God was in control of the situation, or it would have got out of hand. But yeah. God was in control of it. Yeah, brother Gibbon. Yes. The, uh, you know, they, earlier when it said that the high priest had bound him, you know that that was obviously if um, Samson could just break his bonds, how yeah. much more powerful was Jesus? I mean, but see, he submitted to this in order that he might fulfill this commandment he was given to lay down his life and take it up again. So really the, 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 the things that bound him um, were, were, were just, just like, it, uh, of course they couldn't understand it, but he was bound all right, but it was by God. Yeah. It was God doing the, the real binding. He, he was constrained. Yeah, he said, he told his disciples yeah. he would be bound. Yeah. Yeah, so they fulfilled that, but yeah, the only restraint he had was divine restraint. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so see here's the, the same thing. This he's G, P, Peter doesn't really understand the full magnitude of what he's doing. He, he, he's there. He thinks he's helping, but see, he doesn't understand. So God's gonna yeah. move him out of the picture. Well, he was he was, he wasn't there to help. He was there. He said to see what would happen. Yeah. Yeah. He was curious. Uh-huh. I didn't ask if there was anyone who wanted to say anything else about Caiaphas, about sending him to Caiaphas, the high priest, if there was anyone who had any observations about that. The purpose here is to get as many of you as possible to contribute. Yes. Just what you can see, something that sparked your interest that you would like to share with us. Anyone at all have something? Brother Gibbon, you mentioned about men uh, giving descriptions, and out of those descriptions, that it pushes God into a different light, yeah. a different understanding. Can you give me some examples of what you're talking about? Yes, Jesus said, said, why do you make void the word of God by your tradition? They attached their tradition to the Word of God, and at that point it ceased mm-hmm. to be the Word of God. It was a, what we would call an admixture, something that wasn't harmonious. So that's, Jesus is the one that shared that, that bit of understanding with us, that it's because what men do to them 
becomes greater than what God does or says. This is just the way it is because man is man is fallen, and the only dilemma for that out of that dilemma is to be born again, and then this brings you into agreement with God. So when you hear what God says, you say Amen. Yeah, you can see that picture. You know, that's important to see. It's not a matter of competition. There isn't any. There isn't any competition. Well, see, God, God will not allow Himself to be joined to another idol, or His word to be joined to another word. So there, Peter is standing in the way of sinners. Remember that the blessed is the man that doesn't stand in the way. Not, not blockage, but in the path of sinners. He's, he's standing with sinners. And when you stand with sinners, it does have a, an effect yes. upon you. Later, when Pope Peter was converted and he was filled with the Spirit, he stood before these same leaders. And he said, you judge yourself. We ought to obey God rather than men. See, yes. he, he, this is the same chief priest that he's standing before here. And he, uh, when he was converted, he didn't compromise one bit. Also, art thou also one of his disciples? These men could tell by Peter's speech that he didn't belong there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he wasn't one of them. That's right. Maybe you've felt this sometimes. Sometimes. You're with a group of people and you feel you don't belong there, but they do. They feel that too. Mm -hmm. They sense you don't belong there. John was there also, but John wasn't an onlooker. He wasn't curious. He was there. He's going to record. Yeah. He's going to record these events, but Peter never did say anything about this evening, and he never wrote anything about this evening. Yes. You check everything Peter said, everything Peter wrote, and he never brought this evening up. Yeah, that's right. Why not? He wasn't the official scribe. See, that's why. He denied it. Mark records, and a little later they that stood said to Peter, Surely thou art one of thou art a Galilean, thy speech agreeeth there too. We can tell by the way by your accent. We can tell you're not from around here. Matthew records, and after a little while came unto him they that stood by and said, Peter said to Peter, Surely thou also are one of them, for thy speech bereath or betrays thee. <laughs> How about that question? Art thou also mm -hmm. one of his disciples? Mm -hmm. Are you? What about what about that word? What do anything you think anything about that? His disciples had a certain manner about him, that was for yeah, sure. That's true. And so it's very identifiable. And uh, John was also there, right? Yes. So it, it, it was a, it, it, 
It, it actually, the question was was pretty innocent. I mean, as far as it was just asking him a question. It wasn't like how did they were judging him or trying. Yeah, to, they weren't threatening him at this no. point. No, but but he he the, the scriptures were being fulfilled. That's right, exactly. I think Brother Robert put his finger on it. John had gone in with Jesus. Pardon? John had gone in with Jesus. Peter's the only one that was outside. The, the person that asked Peter, "Are you are you one yeah. also?" They they were aware of the fact that John mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was, was there and had gone in with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I, I started outlining the Gospels and I broke them down. I decided to use three categories. Uh, the, the, the stories in the, in the Gospels uh, and how they were dealt with. And so I broke it down into uh, dealing with Satan dealing with healing and then dealing with testing and then of the stories in the Bible the vast majority of them were tied to testing that's what? testing testing of the disciples whether it be a storm whether it be a, a question like are you one of his disciples too and so God does more testing oh, yes. than his people that's right that's exactly than, right than, than anything else that's exactly right. And it's not so he'll know. Mm-hmm. It's so will know. Mm-hmm. The test, <laughs> yeah, right. God, God doesn't have to test for everybody receiving information. Mm-hmm. But he tests us so we will know. And then we qualify for more. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You have to pass these tests. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to examine yourself when you be in the face. He gives you a chance and you do your own searching. But then David said, search me and try me and see if there be any wicked way in me. This is God's manner now. If He'll search you. If you don't search yourself, he'll search you. But it's for your sake, not for his sake. See, because at the bottom line is, nobody's getting into heaven that's not approved by God. Amen. That's the bottom line. And he wants you to be approved, but you need to you need to know you've been approved. You need to know that. You need to know that God's accepted you, that God receives you in Christ Jesus. You need to know that. And when you do, then you'll be able to you'll be able to stand. Now I wanted to say a few words about worldly pressure. Now they're instigated as an immediate influence by Satan. But from the highest point of view, along with what Brother Sid has just said, they're tests of your faith and your endurance. How strong is your faith and how able are you to endure and hold up under something less than ideal circumstances? I know by experience you can hold up but sometimes it requires 100% of your effort your faith, your trust no wonder it said we have fled to him for refuge it's good to learn to quickly quickly run to Jesus not as a last resort but as a first first resort you must remember that we've been called into a fierce warfare. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. We are told to abstain from fleshly lusts that war against the soul. They war. They're like trying to assault. Amen. Break you down. See, Satan, he's not invincible and he's not all powerful. But he has more power than what people are prone to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. As soon as your faith is weak, <laughs> he'll hit you. Yeah, that's right. As soon as your hope begins to lag, that's an open door. See, that's an open door. It comes in. As soon as you begin to doubt, yeah. that's an open door. This is one reason why the saints must build each other up. That's right fortify each other, edify one another, comfort one another, exhort one another, because that diminishes the liability you have for these assaults. You know, we may not be aware of when we let our shield down, but Satan is, immediately. I mean, a missed opportunity where you could have entered in it. You may not have seen it, but see, he saw that you didn't see it. The thing is that Satan is very aware of what's going on. Yeah. And, and he doesn't miss an opportunity, like you said. He doesn't miss it. Now, um, so that's why he says, put on the whole armor of God. But it does more than that. Walk in the spirit. Yeah. you got to have some understanding if you're going to be able to do warfare in this arena. Yeah, see, the shield will quench all the fiery yes. darts. But if you don't hold it up, the fiery darts will hit you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They'll strike you. Yes. Make no mistake about this. Make Amen. no mistake about That's this. Right. Uh-huh. That if a person does not quench the fiery yes. darts right. and stop them and defuse yes. them with the shield of faith, uh-huh. they'll strike you. And they'll be the most, they're most effective like two, three weeks later. Oh, yeah. When the fire that it was delivered then actually takes, takes and then you understand. Yeah, yeah, sin always grows. Grows, yes, amen. Sin never shrinks. That's right. Worldly pressure. It's the law of sin that's in our members that allows for this to happen. The law of sin in our members. It's a very real and influential propensity in your natural person. There's a principle of sin dwelling in that person. If you don't put off the old man, then this propensity will will lead to your demise. Now keep in mind, at this point, Peter did not have what you have. That's right, that's right. So we're not here to sit in judgment on Peter Amen. who didn't have what we have. Yes. He wasn't born again. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the whole gift of the Holy yes. Spirit. Amen. He didn't have the new man. See, mm-hmm. he wasn't like we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus had protected him all through his ministry. That's right. Mm-hmm. There were people that asked God to search them. They didn't want to have weakness within. Mm -hmm. You'll remember that Paul made this confession. Mm -hmm. That which I allow, that which I do, I allow not. Mm -hmm. 
Now what he's speaking about doing is speaking about activities of the mind. He's That's talking right. about right. thoughts. He's not talking about transgressions. Amen. He's talking about thoughts are temptations mm-hmm. that are hurled. Mm-hmm. The, the design of them is to hurl them at your mind. Mm-hmm. Get them a stick in your mind. Mm-hmm. A thought, a temptation. Yeah. The shield of faith will stop that. Mm-hmm. But if it's not held up, it'll stick in your mind. And yes. You've got a law, you've got a principle living in your natural person that takes hold of temptation and tries to fulfill it. That's right. You've got that liability living in you. You have to crucify it, you have to deny it, you have to reject it, but it's the, it's there. The law of sin, which is in my members, that's the thing. That's the thing that you want to crucify. Amen. You should know that. You that's let's say that uh, you were a person who at time past mm-hmm. you liked pornography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you gained the victory over it. Mm-hmm. You were forgiven of it. Mm-hmm. Now, during the nighttime hours, mm-hmm. you decide to look at it again. Mm-hmm. What happens when you do? The law of sin right. wakes up. That's right. Now you're in the same dilemma again. Mm-hmm. Keep yourselves. Mm-hmm. Amen. The scripture says. Yeah. yeah, in Isaiah 59 7, it says, Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are the thoughts of iniquity. That's right. So, see, a person may say, Well, it's okay. It's not a sin to think about stuff. Well, it is a sin to think about bad things, things that are contrary yeah. to God. See, it's say, well, well, I haven't done anything. Yes, you have. You've meditated on things that are against God. That will always lead to the doing of something. Yeah. Thoughts are, wicked thoughts are condemned. Yes, amen. Nobody has a luxury of having wicked thoughts, even if nobody knows it but them. That's right. Yeah. It'll condemn them. Mm-hmm. It'll lead them to hell. It will do it. And the the good news is that you can have good thoughts that God approves of, and then He blesses you so you can do those things. If you do, they push out the others. Yes, amen. These are mutually exclusive. Yes. Condemned thoughts, righteous thoughts, whichever one exerts pushes the other out. Uh Amen. Now the scripture says, cast all your care upon Him. Why? Because care, fretting, worrying, is an open door to the wicked one. Yes, amen. Cast all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, always on the wall watching and alert. Mm -hmm. Because your adversary, the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom resist... Steadfast in the faith, yes. knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Mm-hmm. Every other believer mm-hmm. experiences this warfare. Yes. This place. You may look at some people and maybe you will imagine they don't have a warfare. <laughs> they yeah. have a warfare. That's right. Amen. 
because there's a part of them that's not going to get into heaven. Flesh and blood can't enter into the kingdom of God. Yes. There's a part of them that has to be put off and denied. There's a part, praise God, we're going to leave when we leave the world, we're going to leave leave behind. Do you be vigilant? And knowing that worldly lusts are not limited to morality. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Yeah. Desiring to be chief. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a sin. Satan can only seek to influence by things connected with the world. Mm-hmm. He'll never tempt you with something from a heavenly realm. Right. Okay. <laughs> now he he has an army that dwells in higher realms, but there's nothing he doesn't take something from that realm and try and tempt you with it because mm-hmm. it's the thought of your league yeah so right God won't allow that so he'll only seek to influence you by things associated with the present evil world and we're told that Jesus has delivered us from this present evil world according to the will of the Father mm-hmm. Verse 26 said, One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, said, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? One of the servants of the high priest. Now you want to pick up on how alert this man was. I don't know if he's a young man or what. But he's in this momentous occasion, but he's he spots somebody. He saw in the garden. How's that for being alert? This wasn't a twentieth century young man, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Whose mind's all scatterbrained. He wasn't that kind of person. Mm-hmm. He wasn't told, I assume, to look for one of Christ's disciples there. There wasn't anybody else that knew there was going to be any there. Yeah. So let's take a cue from him and always be alert for divided influences. He was kinsman to Malchus, a relative with a, whose ear Peter cut off. Now notice, he made no reference to seeing Jesus. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, right. In this uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus was there. He didn't. He didn't mention seeing Judas was there. He didn't mention seeing Judas. Mm-hmm. But he mentioned seeing Peter. Divine mercies are not always appreciated by the ungodly. In fact, they often credit them to someone else. Here was a work that simply could not be accredited to anyone but Jesus. Yeah. No one among those arresting Jesus took yeah. note of anybody else but Jesus. And they took note of Judas when he planted a kiss on Jesus. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? At this momentous occasion that nobody noticed the calm, calmness of Jesus and the mm-hmm. command of Jesus over the situation didn't notice that at all. No wonder... The Lord Jesus said, Take heed that you do not your alms to be seen of men. Don't don't try and be recognized mm-hmm. by mere men. Yeah. Yeah. Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Mm-hmm. This man doubtless saw Jesus heal his relative's ear. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
He doesn't say, I, I was there. When I saw Jesus heal yeah. my relative's ear. He didn't say anything about yeah. <laughs> He didn't say anything about that. He just says he saw Peter. He didn't say he saw the chief priest there. He didn't say he saw the soldiers there. He yeah. just said he just saw saw Peter. Peter denies Jesus say again. Yeah. This is the third time. Yeah, right. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou art also one of them, and for thy speech bereath thee. And Mark provides a more detailed account. Yeah. As Peter was beneath in the palace, there cometh one of the maids of the high priest. And when she saw Peter warming himself, she looked on him and said, And thou wast with Jesus, and thou wast also with Jesus of Nazareth. But he denied, saying, I know not, neither understand what thou sayest. He went to the out to the outer porch and the cock crew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's the first time. Mm-hmm. And the maid saw him again and began to say to him that stood by, This is one of them, and he denied it again. Mm-hmm. And, a little, and a little after that they stood again and said to Peter, Surely thou art one of them, for thou art a Galilean, and thy speech agreeeth thereto. Uh-huh. Peter didn't pay any attention to the first crow. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. The Lord said this day, even this night, before the cock crow twice mm-hmm. thou shalt deny me thrice alright the cock crew once already yeah, yeah. <laughs> see when your ears mm-hmm. don't hear your mind can't think properly yeah. that was like a trumpet saying yeah. get out of here repent yeah. get out of here mm-hmm. Well, this time when the cock crew, mm-hmm. immediately the cock crew. Mm-hmm. Jesus had not like seen ahead of time no, the cock right. was going to crow twice. He's orchestrating this whole, yes. this whole event. Immediately, mm-hmm. the cock crew, mm-hmm. the second time. And if you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. It, it's, it, it, when you see if Peter's in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he's over he's over evaluated his own strength. It doesn't appear that the things that he's he's he said were that bad. And I'm just I'm like like I'm almost like like gonna be incognito. Nobody needs to know who I am. But Jesus had already told him what was going to happen. <laughs> so you, you're right. When when the first cock crew, he, but see, is this, is this the result of being distracted, not knowing what's going on around you? He's he's he thinks he's strong when he's weak, and and of course this is going to all be resolved here in just a moment. Yes. He's gonna he's gonna actually come to a greater understanding of his own strength. Of course, it's going to take a while to get over this. So. I'm persuaded that <clears throat> I'm persuaded that Peter didn't have a choice in the matter. He 
he was acting under um, the, uh, the the effect of Satan. Jesus had said earlier that he, Satan had desired him. Yeah. yeah, he was going to be sifted. Satan desired him, and this was it. This was the beginning of his sifting at this point, and Peter could do nothing. Yeah, Jesus gave him permission. That's right. It had to happen. That's right. God yeah. gave Satan permission to take Peter there and to deny the Lord three times. It had to happen. It had, yeah, it had, it yeah. had to happen, but that didn't sanctify him. No. See? But I don't think he had an opportunity to leave. I think he was compelled to stay there until he denied the Lord. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. That, yeah, that it doesn't say anything about that. No. It said immediately the cock crew. This, yeah. was a, this was a sign to Peter of the words of the Lord. Yeah. The second time that that cock crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say a few words about this immediately factor. Because this this immediately factor has all but been expunged from the religious and Christian world. When Jesus touched a leper, immediately his leprosy was cleansed. When Jesus touched the eyes of two blind men, immediately their eyes received sight. Peter's mother-in-law had a serious fever. Jesus took her by the hand and lifted her up. Immediately the fever left her and she ministered unto them. When the leper came to Jesus saying, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. When Jesus said to a man sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, your couch, and go to thine house, and immediately he rose up before them and took up that which upon which he lay and departed to his house, glorifying God. Now, it'd be very foolish to say that this is guaranteed at all times. Yeah, that's right. Because the times have a lot to do with divine workings. When Israel was departing from the Lord, there wasn't a lot of work brought among them. People don't really realize this. A sinful environment isn't the kind of environment God works in an ideal manner. The presence of Jesus, of course, sanctified these occasions so that they were different. They were different from other occasions. But having said that, we must culture an attitude mm-hmm. where we expect immediacy. Yeah. God, God has worked on an immediate basis. He's not told us he doesn't, or he doesn't any longer work on an immediate basis. But a person has to believe this. They can't let erroneous views of God and Christ and the gospel lull him into sleep that everything has to take a long time. This isn't true. Amen. This is not true. 
or that these are different days and God doesn't work like that anymore. No, this is not that God doesn't work that way anymore. It's that there's so little faith. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why this doesn't happen. Yes. Yeah, remember it says he could do no no work because of the... No mighty work, yeah. Yeah, no mighty work here because of unfaithful He will not work in an environment of unbelief. Mm-hmm. No, he'll work, but not, not this way. Right. But I encourage you to... Uh, ponder this and go to the Lord about it that you want to have this kind of mindset to expect Mm -hmm. God to work immediately it'll depend on your faith I understand God can help us to culture this kind of spirit because when Jesus comes again it's going to be immediate Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to you want to be cultured so you can immediately rejoice with that. Yes. Anyone else have something to say on this immediate factor? Not on the immediate thing, but the way we started the lesson out tonight was I think a representation where the question was asked uh, why and then the answer was given because you forsook the Lord God's of yeah. your fathers yeah. Yeah. Okay. the law of sowing and reaping that's right. that's right has been true now for 6,000 plus years uh-huh. and, and therefore if we deal with what we have planted in the past through repentance and forgiveness, then we can stop our anxiety, hurt, pain going. Yes, forward. amen. And and so so therefore, God is going to allow the stuff we have planted to come up. So when something bad happens, and somebody says, "Well, God, why did you do it?" Well, God is just allowing what you put in your field to be in your life. God didn't do it. Now, there's penalties to forsaking the Lord. When people think of forsaking the Lord, see, they they think of something really open, a denial of God, and if that's not what that's talking about. That's talking about you were looking up, and all of a sudden you started looking down. Right. You were reaching up, and you know you're reaching down. Yeah. You were thinking about what God could do. Now you're thinking about what you can do. See, there's yeah. a big difference in those yeah. in those perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you that in the, in the Christian world at large, doesn't encourage the proper type of thinking. That look up, mm-hmm. seek yeah. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Don't seek an opportunity. Seek the Lord. Yeah. He's the one that gives opportunity. Take a look at the emotional difference between up and down. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Up is the only place where the fruit of the Spirit lives. That's right. Yeah. Down is the only place where the Galatians 5, I think it's 19 to 21 or 22, talks about all the issues of the world. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Down is what's going to pass away. That's, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's, the, that's just the. Yeah. If you're experiencing the world, mm-hmm. then you're not. Uh, on the level of God's thinking. 
Now you, uh, yeah. when you're talking about fellowship with fellow believers, mm -hmm. the fellowship has to be on a high yeah. level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can't be down here where we all talk to each other about what's bothering us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And there'll be a temptation to do this, I know. But it, that, that's not where it's at. Mm -hmm. yeah. The fellowship is up here. Yes, yeah. In the truth, as it is in Christ Jesus, and yeah. what God has promised, what God has said, who God yeah. is, what God has provided. Yeah. That's where our fellowship is based. There's times when things, when the fornicator has to get kicked out. I mean, there's, there's times like that, mm -hmm. but those aren't like everyday. Yeah. Those should yeah. be the exceptions, not the rule. Yes. Yeah. Those those who have a low view are often offended. At the teachings and the words of Christ. Why no? I want to read this. This is in chapter six of Mark. It says he went out from thence and came into his own country. It's Jesus, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, "From whence has this man these things? That this wisdom is this which is given unto him, and and that even such mighty works are wrought in his hands? Is not this the carpenter?" <laughs> the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon, and are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Yeah, so that's that low view. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. And he, and, and he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. Yeah, they had the ministry of John the Baptist, who was the greatest prophet up to that time, <coughs> and the ministry of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they still dwelt in unbelief. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, um, you know, here Jesus is going through all these different activities. You know, the, all, all this is coming down on his head, so to speak. He knows it's what it was going to happen. And yet he takes a moment of time and just looks at Peter. You think, you know, and, and that look ministered to Peter. Now, he, he didn't want to be remembered by Jesus as one that betrayed him. No. He went out and wept bitterly. This affected him. But see, he, he also dealt with Judas. He betrays me with a kiss. And, and, and Judas, he, he was convicted too, wasn't he? He went and he threw the, the, the gold down, and then he went and hung himself. So there's two different reactions. That's right. Jesus, the same night, I mean, here he is. He's 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 going to be crucified. He knows what's ahead. He, he knew what was headed in the, in the garden. And and yet, he takes the time. Jesus is faithful. Here he doesn't just like, there's a lot going on. He could have just, well, I forgot. No, Jesus doesn't forget. He looked. He was in the right place exactly at the right time, and he looked. And Peter, just a look. Yeah, amen. Anyone else tonight? All right, hon. You want to be able to hear the word of God on this. Christ told Peter ahead of time. That he would, he would deny him thrice. I mean, twice before the 
the cop crew. He had a, a warning of it, and yet he wasn't he, he wasn't mindful of that warning. I think that was brought up how that the first time that should have been that should have been an alarm bell right there that he denied, and then you hear the cock crow and been alert mm -hmm. not to, but and again. We're, we're not beating up on Peter, but there's a lesson for us to learn. Yes. There are things that the Lord tells us. Yes. And we we don't really have a good excuse to not listen, especially whenever it's the sort of thing that that you have something that would alert you to, to a further condition. This was right. This isn't like something that he remembered after that happened yeah, that's right. he remembered that's right. and it smote him we want to be quick to remember Amen. before yes. we get to that second thing that whenever the Lord gives us uh, any kind of uh, well a warning a promise anything that he tells us mm -hmm. for us to have spirits that are are eager to hear and keep those words Amen. that we not pass on and and be as the mm -hmm. the simple, but rather that we would be wise and and heeding the word of God. Yes. So in this in this particular instance here, um, we want to ask the Lord for His grace that mm -hmm. we not be found in a place where we have have uh, neglected his word in any way or that whenever he has given the wherewithal to not be guilty of something that we would prevent ourselves from entering into that that it was a very painful look I'm sure for Peter when Jesus looked at him I'm sure that it really smote his heart yeah it's not a good experience whenever you feel that, when you know you've offended the Lord or that yeah. you've, that you've uh, allowed yourself to fall short of what was provided for. So we want to pray that we not fall short of the provisions yes, of God amen. and the things that He tells us, but to be wise and yes. alert and heeding, mm -hmm. keeping the Word of God in our mind and heart. Yes. And that will require grace yes. because these other things militate against our keeping of it. Amen. Many things are they're lawful, but they're not expedient. Yeah. Yes. So I'll open it up now for whoever might have something that we need to pray together about. Brother David's much better. But I have some contact with him, and uh, he's he's up and he's up. He's went back Who's to this? work today. Brother David Mueller. Oh yeah. And he's back to work today, and um, so the Lord answered our prayers. We can rejoice and give Him thanks for that. Amen. Amen. Well, I know that for myself, I have a lot of trouble with just weariness. Mm -hmm. 
thy word grace and not be hindered by it. I don't, I don't like it that it happens. And I, I want the Lord's help. And I know that there are other brethren that struggle with this also. We want to be strong. Yeah. To be able to give our strength to the Lord. Yeah. Mentally, physically, you know, we just want to be sharp in our spirits. And so, uh, Grace to overcome the natural circumstances yes. of life. June, for whatever it's worth, I can't count the, the nights I cried in after a battle, after a fight, after my men were shot, whatever. I mean, it, it, what you're experiencing is normal. And enjoy the Lord. Because I did not leave with PTSD and all that other stuff that went with because I was able to express myself. Uh-huh. Yes, amen. But man, I look weak. I thought I looked weak, but really all I was doing was making myself available to be strong. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Mr. you being here, um, even though you're weary, is testimony of the Lord's power yes. working in you and amen. your desire and love to be here fight, you know, yes. the flesh, that's the battle that you're winning right there. Yes, amen. <laughs> I appreciate those words of affirmation, and I receive them. They are the truth. There is mercy. But there's a place to desire to be more engaged and to be more beneficial. I, to me, that's not? part of being after taking care of a sick husband and, and a sick mother at the same time, I, I know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard on a person. Mm-hmm. It's hard on a person. You see now we have this immediate factor here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so while I, I really do appreciate the brethren's kind words, I want to look for the Lord to overcome this and yeah. to and to you know what I'm saying? Yes. And what I want for myself, I want for all of us. Yes. That whenever we come together, that the Lord will will look upon us with favor and give us strength that we don't have in ourselves. Mm-hmm. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Yes. Well, like that, I know. You know there, <clears throat> there's something too I want to say <clears throat> when. <clears throat> You know, after Jesus rose from the dead, he first he appeared to Cephas. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I know Jesus. I can't see Jesus telling Peter, now that had to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I don't think that's what he said. Right. Amen. Uh-huh. I think there was genuine, he was assured he was forgiven. Yes. Yes. You don't put someone passing through a trial. You don't want to say, "Well, you had to pass through that." Yeah. That's maybe that's so, but that's not what you say. That's right. You say, "The Lord be with you Uh when you're with that. The Lord bless you and make His face to shine upon you." Once a person, like if you haven't been submitted to the fact that God ordains and predestinates and foreknows, if you haven't been submitted to that. You'll be tempted to oversimplify it. 
There's nothing simple about it. That's right. <clears throat> and when God mm-hmm. speaks to you, He never drives <clears throat> salve on the fact of what you did. Yeah. What mm-hmm. He comforts you in is what what He did when He forgave you. That's right. And didn't count that against you. Uh-huh. That's the comforting. Amen. Amen. That's the comforting factor. That's right. Yeah. And the very the questions that He asked Him was to draw out. What was already there? Yeah. Lovest thou me? He, he, he was Jesus knew exactly what Peter needed. He needed to recognize that he did love. Yeah. Him. Although you know what was going on in the background of Peter, you know you did it because you don't. You're not good enough. You didn't really do. You, you, you didn't seek him. You, all these things the enemy throwing their head. Jesus says, "Lovest thou me more yeah. than these?" He, Jesus knew. Jesus knows what we need, and that, so he, he he'll use this word. That's the bottom line. Yeah. See, the bottom line is, well, you can say, it, "Do you love me? Do you trust me? Uh-huh. Do you believe in me?" Yeah. See, that's the that's the bottom that's line. Right. That's that's, that's right. how you got to think down. Yes. That's where your thinking has Amen. to be there, yes. not up here in the midst of all the trouble and turmoil. That's right. Because if you knew how to solve it, you wouldn't have been in the, in the trouble in the first place. That's right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. He never denied him again. That's right. So. Okay. Is there anything else that somebody would like to? Don't want to drag it out. I just don't want to close it down before everyone's had a chance for the bedroom. Father Robert Fields is in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He'll be there for four, maybe five days. He had a terrible fall at Spring River. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Who is that? Brother Wilbur. Oh. He fell. Said he had a bad fall and he'll be in the hospital another four or five days. Okay, well, we'll remember him too. So we'll go ahead and, and pray, brother. Our Holy Father in heaven, we come to the. We thank thee, Father, because you loved us first. Amen. We thank you, Father because of the steadfastness of the things that you do because they're purposed in yourself yes and we pray lord that you would give us an entrance that we might be unto thy praise and glory and honor yes we thank you for the joy that sustains us mm-hmm. and for the hope that keeps us yes mm-hmm. father that you have given us through Christ faith and through him also grace we pray that you would open our hearts to this more fully be bold and confident in our request to thee for things that are needful and that we would remember always to give thanks Lord we pray for Brother Wilbur now we ask Lord that you would express before all men your tender mercies toward your own. 
even as he has, uh, with what capacity that he has been given, that he was and is a faithful servant, and we know that you're good to those who serve thee. And we pray also, Father, for ourselves, that we would receive abundant strength and grace from thee, that we would be strong, we would be strong in spirit, and that you would also provide to us strength of mind and body that we might accomplish the good works that you've prepared for us to do and that you have set in our hearts by which we might serve thee and why we might edify and profit the brethren. Be a witness and a testimony to both believers and to unbelievers alike that your name might be uh, might be strong in the earth through your people and father we pray for our country we pray for your ancient people Israel we ask Lord for that day when the veil shall be lifted from off their face and they might call upon the name of one, him whom once they pierced and father I pray for our country that you would give us repentance for our ungodliness. Amen. That you would take away those leaders who have been put in office that lead the people into ungodliness. Yeah. We remember in the scriptures how that Israel had and Judah had many kings and that the king was largely uh, responsible for the state of the people. Whether they would... Uh, whether they would command the people to be faithful to thee or whether they would themselves lead them away from worshiping the one true living God and serving him. Father, we pray for every person that is in office, high or low, that you have given faith to and that will hear your voice and do your will that you would promote them and that you would expose the wicked for what they are and that they would be turned away in shame uh -huh. that others may see yes. and be afraid uh -huh. to follow their pernicious ways. We pray for those who are responsible for proclaiming your word in the whole earth, Father. We thank you for Brother Mulele because we count him a faithful servant speaking the truth as it is in Jesus and feeding the flock of God. So we thank you for your mercies to him. We consider them mercies to us also. And we pray for, for men of faith to be bold and rise up and not be interested in their personal advantage or place and renown within an institution but rather their heart would be fixed upon thee and that they would faithfully deliver the truth and that the people would be given ears to hear it and that we might turn again, as it were, our faces back toward thee. We ask that you would allow this, Father, and we pray it because we know your goodness and we know that, that this would please you whenever men receive 
the truth with faith. And now, Lord, again, remember the remnant. Remember your people for good. Yes. And, Lord, we pray for the peace of the land in which we live, that we might yield our lives unto thee, and that the seeds of righteousness might be sown amongst us. We pray for Israel. We pray for their protection, Father. We pray that the whole world would see that you have not forsaken them because yes. they bear your name. Amen. Now, Lord, we ask these things in the name of Christ with thanksgiving and with with that faith of immediacy that was spoken about this evening. Yes. That we would expect and be alert to see the answer to our prayers. For we pray it in the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask that you would give us grace to take advantage of the access that we have to you by faith in Jesus Christ. Amen. That you would uh, help us to that we would that we would avail ourselves of your provision. That we would be able to uh, employ the wisdom that comes from above that we would be able to properly discern uh, our environment, where we're at, that we would be cautious not to find ourselves in, in a place where we don't belong. Lord, we ask that, uh, that you would give us grace, Lord, to believe you and to trust in you and to be attentive. Help us to be attentive, Lord, to the things that you would have us to do. Lord, we ask that you would help us to be influential on those around us, that we would be able to lead others to you by the example of Christ living in us. Lord, we pray that you would give us the strength to be able to recount and recall the common salvation. Help us to, uh, help us to assist one another to lay hold on the things that are precious. Amen. We ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Father, I give you thanks for our brethren, sisters here tonight, because Father, as, as we receive your word, it is going into good soil. This soil, this seed that is planted through teaching builds faith. Amen. And out of that faith will come an abundant harvest of righteousness. Father, I give you thanks for uh, Sister Jim tonight about how she is saying, Lord, thank you for making me stronger because when we are weak dead, your strength goes into her. So, Father, she is a mighty warrior that stands before you. It doesn't matter what the world looks at or how the world defines it. It's how you do. And that's what our prayer is over her, Father. That, uh, that she continue to grow in the admonition and the direction that you have given her to do. Father, she has not sh shrunk back. She has not stepped aside. But she has stayed faithful. Yes. Father, and you honor faith. Mm -hmm. Yes. So therefore, that faith building in her is strength building, mm -hmm. not just for her, but for, but for her children and her grandchildren. That they will see a wise woman who is building her house through wisdom yes. in service of the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. I pray over her that, that the image that she has in her mind is not the image of anything else except your love for her. Father, that she is on your lap and your hands are around her, loving, strengthening, and encouraging her in Christ Jesus. Amen. So therefore, Father, I, I pray that you, you add more than we can hope, think, or imagine into her ministry. Father, continue to give her the words to proclaim the goodness of God in the land of the living. And Father, her home is a home that is totally set apart for you. There is no place for the enemy. There is no weapon formed against their home that will be successful. But that will be, but we will see, they will see what the enemy is doing long before they can pull the bow back and be totally destroyed. So, Father, just thank you for the love in this room tonight. Thank you for the spirit in this room tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight in thanksgiving. And Father, you have the power to raise raise up your saints. Father, we thank you for raising up Brother David and giving him strength. And he's entered once again into the ministry with yeah. joy. Father, we thank you, Lord, for, for answering this prayer and this request. Not only of us, but uh, Sister Tecla, his wife, has been praying and asking for this to, to, to be done. And Father, she's been giving thanks that she witnessed your the improvement uh, on a day-to-day -day basis father we also okay. thank you for raising up early given and strengthen him and, and and bringing him back to lead these lessons we thank you lord for the words that we've heard tonight we ask Lord, that they would sink down into our ears and father when we're tempted to uh, do anything that's contrary to to your known will that father you would give us the grace to to cast down any thoughts that would be contrary to um to, to, to the faith that you've given us. Help us, Father, to be good representatives of the truth that as uh, men uh, see us, that they will see Christ in us and um, and be compelled, Father, to, to seek the Lord. Father, we, we thank you, Lord, for uh, your control over this nation. We know, Lord, that nothing can happen without your approval. Uh, we know, Father, that there are opposing forces that are working, uh, attempting to work evil. Father, we ask, Lord, that you would exert your will, and, Father, that many would know it. When you're, when this is all said and done, Father, that many would, would be able to perceive that, that the Lord's been here and has done a great work. We thank you, Lord, for the, 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 the saints that are here right now in this room. We thank you for them and their faith and their, the effect that they have one on another. We have been built up together tonight. In your son's name, amen. 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 Our Heavenly Father, we are thankful this evening for the lesson that you have given us. We are thankful that uh, that you have protected uh, Brother Wilbur mm -hmm. healed in his fall. Yes. And we ask that you would show mercy upon him at his age to where he would recover quickly and that, that you would heal his body. And we are thankful for the many years that he spent teaching children, young men and women, and adults of you. And Lord, we ask that you would show him kindness mm -hmm. as he has always had a heart for you. And he is a kind, gentle person. Lord, I ask that you would 
give us kind words and guide us into the things that you would have us to do. We ask that you would bless us in this ministry that you have given us, that you would just guide it and protect us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, thankful to come together to encourage one another in fellowship and study your word. And thank you for teaching us a lesson about Peter. That he was in the wrong place. Surrounded by he was in the wrong environment and they treated to him denying Jesus. pray that we would be faithful to follow you to go to places where you want us to be. But we ask that you would prepare the way before us and give us guidance and direction, shine your light to where we're supposed to walk. But I'm thankful that you do give us new mercies every day and that you are kind and gracious and you lift, up, lift us up when we're downcast. Help us to see things from your perspective. We ask this to keep, help us keep our minds focused on the important things, things where Christ is seated in heavenly places. Where we want to see things that hate sin the way you hate it. And get rid of it out of our lives. And thank you for giving us the victory over sin. No longer master over us, and we're not servants of righteousness. We're thankful for that. And it's thankful for all the blessings that we have in Christ that you made us so we are accepted because of what Christ did. So I pray for this fellowship that you build us up together in faith. But I pray that you'll bring people who are eager to know the truth, mm-hmm. eager to learn about Christ as their captain of our salvation. As you bring people here, help us as we go out to open our mouths to speak boldly about Christ and what he's done for us and the blessings that he has. Lord, we want to, we want to declare the good things that you've done. But we don't want to be like Peter was in this denying Christ. Lord, we ask you to, to make us strength, strengthen in our inner man so we can resist Satan and his attacks. And be aware of when he's when we're weak, that's when he's going to strike. So we ask you to make us strong so that we can fend off his uh, attacks, the, the darts that he throws into our mind to out fear. So I pray that you pray that build up this congregation to be shining our light like a light, like a city that's sit on a hill that can't be hid. And we want to give you all the praise and all the glory and live our lives for you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Our gracious Heavenly 
Father, we pray that you would give us grace to keep your word in our heart, that you would allow us to trust in you completely and not grow weary in times of trial. Lord, we ask pray for our nation and that you would call our president closer to you and expose any wrongdoings that may be taking place. Mm-hmm. For we know that you control all and we pray that you would never, that we would never doubt your, your power. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
that she not be weary, that she would cast her cares on Jesus. Lord, we love Sister June, and we seek only uh, peace for her and all the saints. Mm-hmm. Lord, we know that only you can replace weariness with strength and joy. Yeah. And tonight, we ask this for our Sister June. Lord, we love you, and we praise you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, amen. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for being with us tonight, for speaking to our hearts. I take occasion to thank thee, Lord, for Sister June, my beloved wife, for her consistent ministry to me and to those about her. Grant her the desires of her heart, a strong faith, a glowing hope, and a sense of your presence. We ask the Heavenly Father that as an assembly, we might be granted grace to be spiritual pioneers, forging into fresh and new, invigorating territory that's always been there, but has been hidden for many years. We thank Thee for revealing so much of Yourself and for personalizing it in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. Teach us to have this expectation Mm -hmm. and knowing that there are times You do not delay. Grant us grace to see those times and enter into them. We pray you'd give us the grace to be a bright and shining light in this area. Grant each of the members grace to let their light shine. Mm -hmm. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 There is a Friday night meeting. Did you hear that? Brother Gibbons, did you hear that Brother Wilford passed away? No, I didn't. Yeah, he passed. Yeah, he, yeah. Was it today? Yeah, he did pass away today. I heard about it at the staff meeting. Yeah, there was a staff meeting. Okay. Yeah. Um, there is a Before you, okay, because um, I'll wait till I've got some sheets at home. I should have brought. Well, I'm I'm.